choice e all of the above you're right you're not lost don't worry you're here you're meant to be here exactly <laughs> yes <laughs> hello jessica hi sarah how are you today today it's still going yeah i what think it's been it? a week now <laughs> it is 1103 yep it's okay you bet (laughs) so what is our topic today today we will be talking about the sweet sweet victory of candy I was gonna make a Spongebob reference but you wouldn't get it they sing a song called sweet victory I mean victory is sweet Whenever yes. you <laughs> just <laughs> choke. Are you okay? Drink some water. <laughs> We're both running on a low amount of sleep as well, so even though I haven't had a lot of sleep, I have taken many naps today, if that makes sense. We drove to Austin and I slept on the way. Mm-hmm. Drove back, I slept on the way back. That sounds like. I mean, it was in a car, so it wasn't the best kind of sleep, but... At least you got to close your eyes. Sometimes just closing your eyes and, like... Just peacing shutting out. Shutting <laughs> off and, like, turning your brain off just for a little bit can be very beneficial. Amen. Well, hey, do you have any um, candy stories that I you want to share? I mean, last time, last week, you spilled <laughs> candy in my bed... Along with my help, we both spilled, we both candy spilled in so much. And but it was okay. I found candy under my pillows a week later. It was a little treat. <laughs> it was like five pieces of candy. Yep. And it, the only reason why I scr- found it was because they were like scratching my arms. And I'm was, like the tooth fairy, but I had candy <laughs> under your pillow. <laughs> so the opposite. You're not. Praising me for taking out, like, for taking care of my teeth. You're just, here's some more candy so I can steal your teeth. Mm. (laughs) Yep. (gasps) Julia, oh, uh, a story from this past week. Mm -hmm. A co-worker of mine found a tooth in a a child's back pocket of their pants. No. Yes. Like, at your work? Yeah. Yeah. I work at an emporium, uh, like a resale, resale shop. shop. Yeah, and she found a child's tooth. Yeah, that's disgusting. <laughs> I know. I would have cried. That's what I said. I was standing at, on the other side of the table, and she just pulled it out, <laughs> and she was like, "What is this?" Like in her <laughs> hands. <laughs> teeth are so gross. <laughs> I know. And I was like, "I don't know. I'm not gonna touch it." And she looked at it, and she just threw it into the trash can. And she goes, 
I think it was a tooth. Do you ever wonder, like, <laughs> whose tooth it was? I mean, it was a child. How old was that tooth? They were in pants that were size 2T, so they were toddlers. Yeah, but I mean, like, what if they had had those pants for, like, 20 years Jessica, in their attic? I don't think so. <laughs> but you gotta think about it. I don't, because I really don't think that's possible. Okay. I mean, maybe in another situation, sure. Sure. But it, sure, Jan. But in this case, I don't think so. But well, st- nonetheless, nonetheless, it was gross. a it was a tooth, and I almost puked. <laughs> um, no, ma'am. Yeah. So that happened. <laughs> uh, that wasn't candy though. That was. <laughs> Do you have any candy stories or stories uh. from this past week involving candy? literally this week has been so long i don't remember everything i know um i do have a candy story i would love to hear it um so my little sister caroline i'm not sure if i should say my sister's name sweet (laughs) caroline see it's that caroline yeah so my little sister has danced for a really long time since she was really little and for her um, studio, they would sell those world's finest chocolate bars. Do you know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about? Yeah. And she was too little to actually sell them, so my parents would always employ me to sell them at school. Mm-hmm. And I was really good at it. Like, I sold a bunch. And then our school came out with a rule that, like, you weren't allowed to sell anything on school campuses. And so I would hide them, because you see, you would carry them in this big cardboard box. Yeah. I would hide them in a lunchbox and take them to school. And I was like a drug dealer for candy bars. Like, straight up. With a plug. Like, I would sell them to, like, teachers and stuff. And the teachers, like, aren't supposed to, they're supposed to, like, tell on you to the principal. I was selling them to teachers. I would have people, not even in my class, come to my class to buy chocolate bars from me. <laughs> like, it was, I... I was, like, feeling like a drug dealer. That's scary. It's probably the closest I've ever gotten to, like, something bad. Like, you. Um, we did something like that, but with German candy. Uh-huh. And, um, no, just period. German candy. Never mind. But okay. we would get imports, I guess, from Germany of, like, different gummy candies and Toblerone, which isn't German, it's I Swiss. I love Toblerone. Me too. I can eat an entire, I don't know. Triangle. One of those giant, <laughs> only one triangle. Just one of the triangles. I would, like, one of those big uh-huh, ones. Like, just massive. Did eat you know all of it. that in the Toblerone logo, there's a, there, the mountain, there's like a bear? A lot of people don't know that there is a bear, like, shape in that mountain. That's cool. Yeah. I don't know where I could. I think my teacher, my German teacher actually told me that. I think I saw it online. I'm not special. Bear. I mean, I didn't, I wasn't just born with that knowledge, so. What if you were just born with, <laughs> with certain <laughs> stupid facts? <laughs> Toblerones. <laughs> my mom's probably thinking, like, that's me. I- I was born with that. 
Because she just has random facts. Some people are born with the capacity to remember a lot of random facts. Yeah. Like, my stepdad is the same my way. Mom. But, like, what if you were born... <laughs> just came out just of the womb. Just knowing that. Knowing that the bear in the Toblerone triangle is also a mountain that is also a mare. Mare? Bear. Not mare. Not a horse. <laughs> there are no horses you involved. You are a child with all of this information, but you can't talk, so you only cry. <laughs> That's why children cry. So baby geniuses. Yeah, that's why children cry, because they have so much to tell you, but, like, so much world-breaking facts, and then by the time they can talk, they forget it all. (laughs) And we get stupid. (laughs) So baby geniuses. Yeah. Fair. Okay, bet. They have their own secret, um... Hello? Language. Baby language? Baby language. Well, yeah, Goo Goo Gaga means Illuminati confirmed, so, you know. Wow, that's easier to say than Illuminati confirmed, just Goo Goo Gaga. Hey, guys, Goo Goo Gaga. (laughs) It's almost like you're saying Lady Gaga. (laughs) (gasps) Lady Gaga (laughs) is a part of the Illuminati. Confirmed, Goo Goo Gaga. So, (laughs) do you... Do you have anything else you want to talk about, or do you want to go straight into some trivials? Trivials? Trivial pursuits. Not the game. No TM. That's someone else's. TM denied, TM denied. <laughs> no, 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 no. Nine. I, in time, I was German on the brain. Anyways, uh, sure, yes. I can say no in Spanish, ready? No. <laughs> I can say it in French. No. No. <laughs> We're comedian. <laughs> Trivia? Sure. Okay, I'm gonna go first. Candy trivia. <laughs> Number one. During World War Two, American soldiers were giving what candy in their rations? Okay. Bet. A. Lemon heads. That would be... <laughs> I'm sorry to interrupt, but... <laughs> that would be quite a candy to get in your rations. Like, you're in a really sticky situation. Obviously. Mm, sour. It's war. <laughs> and then they just give you lemon heads. <laughs> like, that's not the candy you would expect. No. I mean, I would be okay with it. It'd be like but... if they gave you Pop Rocks. <laughs> like... So we got lemon heads. Uh, B, Werther's Original. The yes. old lady candy. <laughs> I love Werther's. <laughs> There's no judgment here. Uh, answer do. choice C, we Lifesavers. We German class. What, Lifesavers? <sighs> no. Warthers. Mm-hmm. Answer choice D is Tootsie Rolls. Let me see your Tootsie Roll. Rollo, Rollo. <laughs> Rollo is a different candy. <laughs> um, or answer choice E, Root Beer Barrels. Have you ever had one of those? They're yeah. really good. So what do you think? Um... I'm going to go with D. You're right. It's Tootsie Rolls. I thought it was M&M's, or was that World War One? I? I don't know. But Tootsie Rolls are also really common in today's MREs. Yeah. Like, so when um, Hurricane Harvey came in, my grandparents live in Rockport, and their house got hit pretty badly, mm-hmm. and the armed forces that were down there, I can't remember which branch, it was probably, like, Coast Guard or something, were oh. handing out 
MRE, like boxes of MREs, and they gave my family a bunch of them. So me and my stepdad, when we were moving houses, we forgot to bring food, so we just started eating MREs because we were hungry at lunchtime, and all of them had those big, long Tootsie Rolls in them. So it's a thing that still happens. Because I know that, I I don't remember which World War it was, but... They, that's when M&M's were made. It must have been World Probably War one. Probably one, yeah. Because all of their chocolate was melting mm-hmm. whenever they were abroad. And that's why they made the M&M's where it's the chocolate and the candy shell. Mm-hmm. And they were all just brown back then. But it wouldn't melt in your pocket or in your bag yeah. because the candy shell would keep all the chocolate together. And now we have colored M&M's, so... The dye gets everywhere. (laughs) So it doesn't necessarily matter. Well, the reason why they were given Tootsie Rolls is because the candy's ability to withstand all of the weather conditions. It's pretty much plastic chocolate. I mean, I dig it. But yeah. That's awesome. I really like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Okay, so my first question is... Which candy was most popular during 1902 and 1903? A. Hershey's. B. Conversation Hearts. C. Wine Gums. Ooh. Have you ever had one of those? No, but they sound good. Yeah. Uh, D. Toblerone. We've already talked about that. And E. Jelly Babies. Jelly Babies? Not like... Jelly Babies. Not like Jelly Beans or Jelly Bellies. It's Jelly Babies. Uh Uh-huh. The babies of the jelly. Um, it's a hard question, in my opinion. I just want candy now. (laughs) (laughs) No. 1902-1903. I'm gonna go with Jelly Babies. Answer choice E. So that was a little later on in the years? Poop. Yeah, but I mean, it was... A candy that was most popular during, like, I think 1910 or something I like that. I had read something about jelly beans. I didn't know jelly be- jelly babies, but I had read something about jelly beans being at, like, their all-time <laughs> high during a presidency of some sort. Or, I don't remember. Right. What was it? So the answer is actually conversation hearts. I hoped that wasn't it. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because those are gross. But they're cute. You they're give them cute, to your sweetheart. <laughs> Just runs out of compliments to give your uh, significant like, uh, other, uh, so uh, uh, gives uh, them an entire box of those. <laughs> kids used to give each other conversation hearts at like Valentine's they still Day. Do, for I know, sure. but you don't eat them. You throw <laughs> them away. They're gross. That's so sad. I have strong feelings like about conversation them. hearts. No. <laughs> That's a lie. <laughs> you don't actually like You're them. You're a liar. You don't know You're your You're a liar taste. and a scoundrel. Well, that's lovely. Is there a certain reason why conversation hearts are, like, the number one? Or I have... You don't have to Google it. I'm well, just no, wondering. Well, no, I had it open for this specific reason, but um, they all closed. <laughs> but hilarity ensued. <laughs> but the world decided to be, like... Nothing's going to work now. Yes. (gasps) Guys, this needs to go in somewhere in the podcast. I went to Louisiana, and I got Sarah a voodoo doll, and it looks like her. 
Not a real one, though. What makes a real voodoo doll? Blessed by a voodoo queen. (laughs) I don't know. But that's like a real question. If anybody can answer that, I want to know. I was pleased with myself. You should be. It's a really great gift. I really enjoy it. Her name is Sasha. Yes. Yes, it is. Um, a hugely populator, populator? Mm-hmm. A hugely popular Valentine's Day suite, the very start of the love hearts as we know it, started in 1902 with the conversation heart from the New England Confectionery Company, Neckle. Neckle? Neckle. Neko, ew. <laughs> Look at that mm, neck, though. That's not what I was thinking, but okay. That's what the cat girls are called. Oh! You know what I mean. I mean, I think so. The ones that dress like cats mm-hmm. and, like, act like cats. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you were telling me about? Yeah. Okay, well, thank you for giving me that information. <laughs> Are you ready? <laughs> I was born ready. Okay, trivia number two. What Japanese candy is made of rice cake? A. Mochi. Mm. B. Pocky. Mm. C. Kit Kat. Mm-hmm. D. Higashi. Mm. Or E. Kanoko no Yama. Can say it perfectly fine because anime. <laughs> I have the power of God and anime on my side. <laughs> ha. Um, what do you think? Mochi's with red bean cake. <laughs> Pocky's like cracker. <laughs> Shipped of chocolate. Kit Kat. Probably. Agashi. <laughs> I have no idea what that is. And. Kanoko no Yama? I have no idea what that is. I would love to find out. You will. So it's that. It's not. It's actually mochi. So red bean paste can be in mochi, mm-hmm. but mochi is actually made of, it's it's called a rice cake. It's made out of rice. Bet. So love it. mochi is a rice cake. Pocky, we know what Pocky is. It's a chocolate covered biscuit stick. Um, <laughs> we all know what that is. Everyone knows. <laughs> Um, so we pretty much all know what a Kit Kat is, but one thing that's interesting is it's offered in more than 400 flavors in Japan. That's so cool! And most of those are only offered in Japan, so there's, like, matcha, like, green tea, and there's, like, soybean, like, flavors like that. That's so cool! Mm -hmm. Higashi is a really fancy candy that's made of finely ground Japanese sugar and soybean flour. And they're really, really intricate and normally, like, very unique. It's something that you would see, like, a really, really rich person kind of candy. And Kanoko no Yama means mushroom mountain. So have you ever seen their little biscuits that are shaped like mushrooms with the chocolate on the top? They sell them at, like, five below. (laughs) Yes. They have them. They're actually, I think I've had them. I think I like them. So they're little mushrooms with chocolate tops. So Kanoko no Yama is... Mushroom Mountain. So, it. yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. So. Tell me yours. My question takes a turn. <laughs> <laughs> I 
It takes a radical turn. Um, he's a radical guy. He's a radical. Sorry. <laughs> in the game of Candyman, <laughs> how many times do you have to call his name as you're in the bathroom? Ayo, Candyman. <laughs> <laughs> A, three times. B, four times. C, five times. D, two times. Or E, none of the above. 27 times. <laughs> No. Seven wasn't even an option. It was none of the above. 27. Um, I actually do know the answer to this one. Tell me. It's five. Yes. Is it because of Shane Dawson's video? I mean, I'm pretty sure I've seen that video, but that's not why I know it. I, I used to actually play all those games. Mm-hmm. Like, all the scary ones with my friends <laughs> growing mm-hmm. up. That's a no for me. I'm not even... I mean, yeah. <laughs> but I was the little turd who would go in the bathroom and we were like, we're going to play Bloody Mary, and she, like, scratches you up and all that stuff. And there's not, like, a set rule to, like, how to do Bloody Mary. Like, there's right. a bunch of different ways. Yeah. But we would go all out, like, you got to flush the toilet, turn on the sink, turn off the lights, spin around three times. Like, I thought you were going to say spit. <laughs> <laughs> spit on the mirror. <laughs> No. Insult her. But I was I was the brat who would go in and do all of that and, like, do, like, the Bloody Mary thing. And I'd reach out and, like, scratch up my legs and come out and be like, she got me! That's and scare my friends. Awful. I know! You're nasty. I know. I'm garbage sometimes. You but it's okay. I'm just, wow. Aren't you glad to be my friend? Yeah. Are you ready for my story? I was born ready. You were born ready and with all the knowledge of the universe. You just <laughs> forgot it. Goo goo gaga. Okay. I drew lore. Aaron Mankey? No. Rats. <laughs> I drew lore, and so I will be covering a Japanese legend that involves candy. Okay? It's uh-huh. a really good one. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm actually genuinely excited. I'm but I really just had pumped. To... Okay. <laughs> anyway, so. Pump it. Pump it, pump it, pump it. <laughs> so, this legend. First off, let me preface this with I had to use a bunch of different sources because it has a lot of different ways of telling the story. Mm-hmm. Because the story starts in 1599. Or, according to some other people, like, 400, 450 years ago, you know, depending on who's telling the story. So, it's been a long time. So, it has different details depending on what, like, branch of people you're asking. You know what I mean? So, um, the version I'm going to tell, or the one that I'm choosing, is around 1599. And... This is a constant. It's a candy shop in Kyoto, Japan. That's where we start our story, okay? This is where we shall begin our journey. This this is where our story takes place. So let's jump on in, shall we? Okay. So, um, the day our story starts was just like any other day for the owner of this candy shop. It was a full day of selling candy, and it was finally time to close the store down. It had been a long day. He was tired. It, it had been the same as it had been for the past 40 years. Um, so he closed up the shop, 
and he was sweeping, which he actually enjoyed sweeping. It let him, like, de-stress from the day and um, clear his mind before he went back home to his family. So he's sweeping, and all of a sudden, the peacefulness was interrupted when he hears three loud knocks on the door to his shop. Hmm. So it's closed, like... It's late. Like, it's dark outside. (laughs) And someone's knocking at his door. And so, he did what anybody... He he got scared. He was like, uh... Who? (laughs) Like, um... So, he froze, and he had his broom in his hand, and he was just kind of staring at his door. Just like, what's gonna happen? And after a short pause, the knocks continued, growing in volume and growing more frantic. Open the door. So, <laughs> he's standing there, you know, deer in the headlights, and he's like, who needs candy this bad this late at night? Okay. <laughs> but why, what if, like, there was an actual emergency, and somebody needed to get into shelter? Yes. It doesn't have to revolve around your candy, bro. Sarah, what if someone came and started banging on the door to your house right now? Would you be scared at first? Yeah, but he is standing there long enough for it to not knock and then start knocking more frantically. Yeah. I'd be terrified. I would open the door once it's more- All I have is a broom. (laughs) Once it's more terrified, like, once it's more frantic. Yeah. It's like, oh, they didn't just give up. Yeah. They are frantically they knocking. Want in. <laughs> they They need something. Yeah. So, his curiosity. Your blood. <laughs> your your firstborn child. Yes. <laughs> say my name. Say my name. <laughs> Debbie. Grumpy. Um, so, his curiosity did outweigh his fear. And he slowly made his way to the door. So, when he opened the door, he was surprised to see... There was a beautiful young woman in a simple but really pretty white dress, but she looked disheveled. Like, her hair was a mess. She was dirty, and she's obviously, like, needing something from him, right? So, he opens the door, and he's really confused, like, what's going on? And she begs him to let her buy some candy for her child. So, all she had was one coin. And she, uh, according to this legend, she says, please, I have this and I need a piece of candy. Now, this coin isn't worth much, the one she had, and it's really not how much candy is worth. Like, it could not buy her candy. Like, if any other shopkeeper had this lady show up, They would laugh at her and turn her away. But this owner, he broke off some of the candy for her because he believed that she was really poor. Right? And he felt bad for her. So he gave her the candy and the woman cradles the candy in her hand like it's the most precious thing in the world. And then runs off without saying another word. I'm thinking of like peppermint bark. And he just goes over and he just breaks off the candy, only like a little piece, and he's like, um, here you go. So I actually have, um, 
Some people say that it's a rice cake candy, so like mochi. But how do you break off a piece exactly. of mochi? Exactly. I do know what kind of candy it is, but I'll tell you later, okay? okay. It's not, I don't think it's mochi. You can't break mochi. No. <laughs> <laughs> mochi is unbreakable. Indestructible. It's just... It just is. <laughs> yeah. So, um, where was I? Yeah, so that night he was thinking about it and he just didn't understand, like, what just happened. This lady showed up, freaking out, wanted candy... Didn't have enough money for the candy, but I gave it to her anyways. This isn't a trick. I just need your treats. <laughs> <laughs> I got a penny. Give me all your treats. Give me all your monies. <laughs> I'll trade you for one penny. Um, so, in the end, he was just like, you know what? I did good. Th- I did a good thing, and I'm never gonna freaking figure out what just happened. Fair. Like, you ever see something in your daily life? And no. you're just like, what just happened? You know what? Just not going to question it. We're just going to live our life. That's pretty much what he was doing. Good. So the next night, as the man was leaving to go home for the day, he was frightened as he opened the door, for she was standing on the other side. Mm. Again, after he had closed the building down, and it's dark outside, and there's nobody around. There's ladies at his door. She didn't knock this time, though, according to this story. Um... And she was holding another small coin in her hand. Please, she asked, may I, no- may I buy another piece of candy? So he agrees, and he breaks off another piece for her, and she runs off again for the second night in a row. And at this point, he wanted to follow her to see what was up. Like, he had no idea what was going on. And so... He was going to follow her, but then he sees that the path that she takes through the trees is really dark. <laughs> and the story that I read said, quote, the leaves rustled in an eerie way. <laughs> so he chickened out, basically. Yeah. Well, you gotta think, at the beginning of the story, they talk about how he had been doing this for 40 years. So, like, how old is this man, you know? 40. He was a baby I don't genius. think he... <laughs> No, so like He just instantly knew how economics functioned Right So, he's a little bit of a chicken He's Fair. getting scared, but it's okay So He wants to follow her, but is like No, that is too creepy for me I'm going to go home It is comfortable, it is well lit And it is not scary Bit. I will go to my house where my family is Whom I love Huh. So he does that. And this pattern continues on for multiple days. <laughs> Every time she shows up, she gives a single coin in exchange for a piece of candy. I wonder how much candy she took and how much all of that candy was worth in relation to the coin value she I gave. I do not know that, but I do know how much candy she took-ish, roughly. Like an ounce? Oh, I don't know like that. (laughs) But, okay, you'll see. So, eventually the shop owner gets really interested in her, and he tries to ask her questions, like, where do you live? Like, why do you need candy every day? What's going on? And she doesn't respond. Instead, uh, every time after she receives her candy, she she runs off. Doesn't even say thank you? 
rude. <laughs> it doesn't say she says thank you in all the stories I rude. read. Um, so he counts the days. Three, four, five. But on the sixth day, the encounter was different. She tells him that that would be her last day that she would come to the candy shop. Mm. And with that, she hurried away. So, he hesitated. This is my chance. In the moment. And he was like... Away. I cannot just not know. Fair. <laughs> he said he, he couldn't leave the mystery as it was. He was like, I've been putting up with this for six days. I need to figure out what's up. And she would have gotten away with it, too. If it wasn't for those meddling candy keepers. <laughs> You're right. So... He quietly locks the door behind him, and he follows this. He follows this woman from a distance down that path, which was dimly lit by the moon. He followed her through a winding path in the woods, and eventually they emerged through the trees, and he saw that they were on the edge of a graveyard. Creepy. Yeah, and he's a coward. Remember? Oh yeah, I forgot. So, she walks into the graveyard and stops at a grave. Well, as you do at a graveyard. I'm sorry. With candy. With candy. So, he, you know, made himself follow her. He was really scared, but he was like, I'm gonna do it. The, like, shaking of your body yes. as you're just like... Yes, and he's, like, trying to stay quiet. <laughs> and in the version I read, he was trying to keep his teeth from chattering. Ew. Because he was so scared. <laughs> just, just walking around with mouth. his mouth. <gasps> uh. <laughs> mouth breathing. <sighs> so, apparently, he made noise. Yeah. His teeth be chattering. His bones be shaking. <laughs> Thank you for your sound effects. You're welcome. I figured it would emphasize what you were trying to say. <laughs> so... He makes a noise, and she turns around and stares directly at him. <laughs> She's like, you tried. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, what are you doing? I understand that we had this really awesome deal, but uh, this wasn't a part of it. <laughs> Stalker. <laughs> Creepy old man. <laughs> so, she looks directly at him. They lock eyes, and a few seconds later... She disappears. It's a ghost! It's a ghost. It's a ghost! It's a ghost! So, he stays frozen in fear for quite some time. Boop! He's shook. <laughs> He's actually quaking. Yeah, but eventually he gathers enough courage to go to where she was standing to be like, what just happened? Like, I had questions. Out of all the people in the world, <laughs> why me? Why the candy boy? <laughs> He's like, I had so many questions, and none of them have been answered. I have more questions. Oh, boy. So, he um, gathers enough courage to go stand where she stood, and he looks around, and he doesn't really see anything. He's trying to find any sight of her, any sign she was there, and all he sees is that her footprints did show up, and they stopped right at the grave. Hmm. He looked at the headstone, and he didn't recognize the name, and he didn't see any sign of the woman anywhere. And then it dawns on him that there he was, all alone, in a graveyard. 
Pooh. Yes. And he's a scaredy. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. <laughs> Halloween. Halloween. So, in his head, he was like, I wish I was at my comfortable shop or my well-lit house. Anywhere that is not this graveyard. Hmm. And so the courage began to leave his body. Just evaporate. Just, just gone. <laughs> Me, though. Just, just, it's draining. And then he hears something that sends a chill up his spine. A giggle. Worse. A laughing child. A crying child. Not only is it the cry of a baby, but it is the muffled cry of a baby. And it sounded as if it came from the dirt beneath his feet. <laughs> you know what I You know what I instantly just thought of? You're like, Sarah, you're ruining it. <laughs> no, but that's just weird. I mean, I applaud you. Thank you for your sound effects, Jessica. You're welcome. Uh, no, it's like one of those alarms that they used to have on graves. Yes, and the it bells. And had the bells, yeah, and you would, like, pull the bell. Because um, they would accidentally yeah. bury people alive. Because <laughs> they didn't know what a coma was. Yeah. So he hears his crying. Okay. Coming from beneath where he was standing. Mm-hmm. So he runs. What? That's not the instinct you're supposed to have. His courage was gone. <laughs> I don't care if you hear a baby. <laughs> no, he runs. He runs through the graveyard <laughs> until he sees a building at the edge of the cemetery. And this building was a Buddhist monastery. And they were the ones who were responsible for taking care of the graveyard, right? Okay. So Do you hear that? He starts pounding on the door. Frantically, rapidly knocking. Frantically. Oh, nice. <laughs> I have that written. He pounded on the door and frantically explained that there's a child buried in the cemetery. Was the monk cowardly? And like, ooh, I hear knocking at my door. Am I just going to ignore it? <laughs> Or am I going to answer it? It sounds pretty frantic. Knocking at my chamber door. <laughs> no, they they answer it. And Good he talks them. to the head monk, the head head you honcho. Know, I'm proud of the monk. Yeah, and they tell him, or he tells them, like, there's a baby in the graveyard. You must be mistaken. This isn't. This is not. This is, <laughs> so. This is the wrong part of life. So they listen, and they go, and they dig up the grave. Yeah. And they find a baby boy. That's not how this works. Listen, in the grave, alongside his mother's corpse. So, in the baby's hand. In the beginning. Is some candy. Whoa. Whoa. It's a chocolate kiss. No. We found it under his pillow. <laughs> no, so. I put something out of place and got really confused. So the monk turns to the man and he was like, oh, you know what? We recently buried a lady who died while she was pregnant. What? Whoa. She must have miraculously given birth after being buried. Okay. And so in Japan, this is just a little tidbit I thought was cool. 
back then it was a custom to bury a loved one with six coins to pay passage mm-hmm. to going into the afterlife. So there's six coins for the six days of candy. And um, her spirit is thought to have used the coins to get candy for her child to suck on to stay alive. So the head monk spoke gently to the corpse of the woman, explaining that he would take care of the baby now and that she didn't have to worry anymore. And the candy store owner took six coins out of his pocket and laid them on the woman's heart. And the years afterwards, he would visit her grave regularly and leave sweets. As for the baby, he grew up in the monastery and became a monk, like a very highly revered Buddhist monk. And um, he never forgot the love of his mother that extended even after her death. Okay, so that's technically the end of the story. But I do want to add that another version I had read had the mom coming a seventh day Hmm. to the candy shop with a kimono to trade because she didn't have any more coins. Mm -hmm. And that the owner agrees and the next day a man sees the kimono because the owner had put it outside for some reason. And the man tells him, you know, that was my daughter's. Why do you have that? You know, she recently passed. She was pregnant, whatever. And they're the ones who find the baby in that version. Hmm. Because he's like, this is where she was buried. And then they hear the sounds and dig it up. But the reason why I thought this story was really cool is because this is a real candy shop. You know, that's cool. In Kyoto. It's called uh, Minatoya Ghost Child Care Candy Main Office. Yes. And it only (laughs) sells its legendary ghost child care candy. This is how you care for all your ghost children. Yes. It is still open. I checked. I found the website and everything. Are we going? To Kyoto? Right I mean, we keep saying we're going all these places. I mean, we're going to have a great time. Yes. So, back to what I was saying about the candy. Some people say it was a rice cake candy, like a mochi, but I don't think so based on the descriptions. Mm Mm-hmm. But... On the actual website, I believe, I found that it's, like, a sugar and syrup mix uh, that's melted and put in a mold, and then they break it with a hammer to make the pieces. So it's, like, a hard candy, but it has a really light flavor. Hmm. Um, If y'all want to, I'm going to put the store website in the um, references that I used. And... This candy is available on eBay. Nice. Everything's available Everything's on available eBay. on eBay. But this candy is, and a lot of people say, like, it'll help you grow big and strong and, you know, yes, all that stuff. Yes, candy makes me grow big and strong. Absolutely. I will believe that forever. So there's my story about the woman who keeps her child alive with candy. I loved it. I thought it was really interesting. That was a really awesome story. Thank you. Okay. Tell me. (laughs) (sighs) What? So, (laughs) I grew paranormal. Whoa. I kind of did a little paranormal one. Yes. Yes. Well, so, it's really hard to find paranormal stories about candy. Mm Mm-hmm. Period. So, I kind of went into lore a little bit, but not really. 
and a little bit into true crime and a little bit into conspiracy you know just all of it just also all of psychology it. a little bit and history you know that's great i am all encompassing all of tonight. the above <laughs> answer choice e you're yes. like i am answer choice e wow <laughs> this is quite an honor so you've heard of the candy man yes do you know the lore behind Candyman? Uh, kind of, but no at the same time. Like, I know it has a lot of different versions, and I never saw, like, the movie that was yeah made about yeah, it. Yeah, me So old. I'm really interested in seeing what you came up well, with. Well, <laughs> you see, I could have been mainstream. Okay. And do Candyman. And just, I'm sure a lot of people have heard Candyman. Um, it's a man who comes out of your bathroom mirror when you call his name five times. He has a hook. Yes. And he kills you for no reason or hurts you or whatever. Um, and apparently he was, see, I also didn't want to touch in on this because apparently he yeah, was. Yeah, it has a lot of like yeah. racist undertone overtones. It's not an undertone. No. Um, Very racist. Yeah. So... Instead of doing that. Can I tell you something, though? I would love to hear. The movie, because I had looked that up a long time ago because there's an actual true crime Candyman that happened in Dallas, I think. There are actually several. Yes, but I just know because my old theater uh, professor made a play based on one of them. Oh, that's creepy. Yeah. He loves scary stuff and Halloween and all that Mm -hmm. stuff. Anyways... The book that the Candyman was based on didn't actually have, like, a backstory to the Candyman, but he was white in the book. Right. They changed it in the movie to make it more, like, charged, you know, to add more. Mm. So the original folklore is that a slave was tortured and murdered and um, that, and so out of spite, like, to really glaze over, and out of spite he came back to get back at yeah the world that murdered him basically um and then there are two main candy man men man that men are man? yeah that are um what is it so they're like today's candy men uh-huh. i guess so one of them was based in dallas or yeah he was based in I dallas i think in dallas right and he murdered almost 23 people and uh, he tortured them. He forced two of them. I think he forced two of them to work with him. Uh-huh. And as a child... That's the one he made the, the thing based on, yeah. I'm pretty sure. And as a child, he was actually really, you know, sweet kid. But his parents were really... Um, bad. Well, they weren't bad, but they fought a lot. Mm-hmm. And his mom did not lay a finger on him. But his dad was really psychologically abusive and would fight with his mom and yell at him Mm -hmm. and then they split and then uh he was sent to the war and that really messed him up and so then he came back and he was really mentally damaged yeah and then another one was he was just a suburban dad is this the pixie sticks one yeah he put cyanide in his pixie in his son's pixie stick And told him to eat it, and he ate it. But it was, like, a big thing that nobody knew where the pixie stick was, and that was one of the leading 
one of the yeah or just part of the kindling that sparked the everyone check check your your candy candy, and the fruits and then people started to put horrible things razor blades and yeah sorry there's a bug in my room get out i don't want you here but i also don't want to kill you yeah that was a really rough time like during the 90s and the 80s yeah my mom talked about her um candy being x-rated stuff yeah they would take it to the local hospital and they would x-ray the candy wow yeah and you're not supposed obviously kids please do not take candy no matter halloween or not by yourself alone from a stranger please do not do that please that is really dangerous and not very smart there's bad people but we're not talking about those candy mans exactly but what about a candy lady? <gasps> candy lady. Have you ever heard of the candy lady? I think I, maybe a long time ago. But I could not tell you anything. <laughs> now. Okay. Well, I'll tell you then. Like, I think there was one based in Texas, but I don't know anything about it. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. <gasps> I'm excited. Everything happens in Texas. Everything. Unless it's in Florida. (laughs) Unless it's in Florida, you're right. Okay, so the legend goes a little something like, Sometime during the early 20th century, children began to turn up missing in a small rural town in Texas, North Texas. One after the other, the children were vanishing without a trace. People spoke about a mysterious woman who would lure children in her house with candy causing them to disappear from the world never to be heard from ever again. However, the candy lady would start the abduction very slowly. Children would find candy set on their windowsills first thing in the morning over a course of several days in a row. Not wanting to stop the candy plug, the children (laughs) wouldn't tell their parents about the mysterious treats being placed on their windowsills during the night. Soon, though, there would be notes left along with the candy. I do not like that. As if they were from a creepy pen pal. Yeah, no. The notes were all invitations to the child to come play. Ugh, no, absolutely not. (laughs) With all the notes ending with the signature of the candy lady. After several years, the children who did not take the candy lady up on her offer of going out to play finally confessed to the candy gifts and the notes. However, with all of the children who did attend the lady's play date missing, there was no one around to bring this lady to justice, which means she could still be out and around today, stealing kids who are willing to take a chance on trusting her for her lovely candy. No. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. So that's Candy Lady. I don't like that. If you, I like how it says, small rural town in Texas, but it will not tell me where. <laughs> I need to be as far away from there as possible. <laughs> right? So this creepy legend stems out of a small town of Terrell, Texas. Oh, it does say it. Which, well, this is what it's probably based off of. Okay, So okay. roughly based off of. Um, and that sits just outside of Dallas. People believe that the story is based on a lady by the name of Clara Crane. But obviously it's lore, so it's 
paranormal lore too because nobody has ever seen this happen yeah and it's kind of like a ghost because nobody hears it nobody sees it and nobody else gets the candy except for the children mm-hmm. and it's always on their windowsill mm-hmm. not like on the windowsill by the door yeah you know or so like a school windowsill yeah candy. it's like their a child's <laughs> bedroom windowsill that's horrible yeah so, Crane was accused of poisoning her husband back in the year of ni- 1895. She gave him caramel chules? Caramel chews that were laced with poison, which ultimately killed him. <gasps> On speculation. Nobody That's knows. Sad. Apparently, a few years before her husband's passing, her daughter passed away unexpectedly. This caused Clara to blame him for the passing of her daughter, which is the reason why many people believe she was the leading cause of her husband's death. After people speculated uh, her for being the cause of her husband's death, she was later placed inside the North Texas Lunatic Asylum, now known as Terrell State Hospital. While she resided inside the asylum, she made a doll out of torn bed sheets, then proceeded to name it Marcy after her deceased daughter. I don't like that. Here's a small portion of a letter Clara supposedly wrote to her sister while in the asylum. Dearest Aggie, I am elated. I have been informed by Dr. Matthews that Marcy and I will be returning home in less than three weeks. As you can imagine, Marcy can barely contain her excitement. Every night she asks, is tomorrow the day we go home, mother? Very soon I will be able to tell her yes. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. In, 19, in 1899, Clara was released from the asylum due to overcrowding, and there is no official statement as to where she went after she was released. In 1903, Children started to go missing in the neighborhood near her old property. Children spoke out about candy being left on their windows at night while they were sleeping. Sometimes there would even be notes left on the outside of the wrappers. After several children turned up missing, people started to speculate that it was Clara, the woman who killed her husband and daughter. Oh, so people think she might have killed her daughter, too. Or, yeah. Yeah, people are claiming that. A nearby farmer later found teeth in his fields. And later, even the town sheriff was killed. The cause of death were forks being shoved into his eyes until his brain was punctured. And he had bled to death. No! He was found to also have candy shoved inside his pockets. I hate that. Yeah. I hate that. No one knows who the murderer was, and no one really knows whatever became of Clara. However, many believe that the Candy Lady still roams the small towns of towns towns of North Texas to this day, luring small children into her grasp with candy, pulling out their teeth or threatening to stab their eyes with forks. Speaking of teeth, Pulling out their teeth, put them in her pocket, put them in a resale shop. <laughs> Ew. I hate it. Which leads to the conclusion of don't trust strangers, no matter how sweet the candy might be. 
But if they have free Wi-Fi, it's okay. A free hotspot <laughs> with no password. They have a hotspot with no password. We Gucci. And that is the story of the candy lady. I don't like her. <laughs> Who's she? I don't want to know Who her. Who is she? Ooh, and we heard that tapping on my window. Was there candy outside? <gasps> Just under your pillow. I did She made it in your room. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she took the candy in the bowl in my living room and came and put it under my bed. Under your pillow. Un- under my pillows on my bed. Yep. She's like... The window tactic hasn't really been working, so instead we're just going to... my business model. Instead we're just going to uh, home invade. <laughs> <laughs> that, that sounds smarter. Ugh. Less chilly. I and, don't like that. And nighty. Who looks out their windows anymore? <laughs> <laughs> Who has windows anymore? Who has windows? At least I'm glad it's up near Dallas, because I'm not there. <laughs> I grew up in a town of a hundred people, so I was like, is it that town? I grew up in a town, town of thirty people. I was like, is it that town? <laughs> I mean, it can be. Mm-hmm. It's in the only in the borders of Texas, apparently. I'm gonna tell my grandma to go be the candy lady. No. <laughs> Walks around with sporks. No, because you can't <laughs> copyright <laughs> my splayed. <laughs> no, my. Grandma is the candy lady. She makes candies and gives it to her neighbors. But your but neighbors nicely. know them. <laughs> She's but not, not a with stranger. <laughs> so there's that. Well, I like. Well, I didn't like your story, but you did a good job. <laughs> oh, thank you. I'm like good. I liked your presentation of the story. Without loving the content matter. <laughs> well, yours was great, even if there was a coward. So. <laughs> I don't tolerate Even if he coward. was a coward. <laughs> Alright, well, do you want to see what we're going to do next? Oh, yeah, we should We, we need should to do figure that. out what state. I'm getting ooser. Get that ooser. Get that ooser. So what state is it going to be, Sarah? Louisiana. <gasps> I just went there. What a coincidence. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, Louisiana. All right. I got some stories. Some stories. I'm excited. I'm really hoping I grab a specific thing. Actually, two things. One of the two, and I'll be happy. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Rock, Rock paper, paper, scissors, scissors shoot. shoot. Ah, you won. All right, so the going, north winds. Going with the north <laughs> winds. All right. Here we go. Let me fold it. Some of these aren't folded up. Okay. Okay, bet. All right. Are you happy? I am. I got one of the ones I wanted. Okay, bet. Let me write it down because you know I'll forget. You're like, ha, huh, I don't actually have to do research. I'm still going to. I did the research by being there. <laughs> I, I did the research by paying for a tour. <laughs> <laughs> I paid the price, but it was worth it. Hehe. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah. Nice. Well, I am too. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. But until then, you can follow us on our social media at 
A-C-E-A-O-T-A. A-C-E-A-O-T-A. And you could follow us, or no, you already are doing that. You can send us your emails. Uh, we would love it if y'all would send us your paranormal stories, the things that have happened in your life that you're okay with us reading in our listener story, because we really want to be able to share y'all stories as yeah. well as the world's and ours. Yeah. So anything that you have had happen to you or in your family or stories, we just find you guys really fascinating and we would love to learn more about you and share your experiences here on the podcast because stories deserve to be heard and bonus points if you can scare us yes and that's what we're here for is to be scared and to get to entertain you guys with your own stories and to entertain ourselves (laughs) yeah because we we live to be entertained (laughs) obviously so yeah please email us that's aceotapodcast at gmail.com yeah a-c-e-a-o-t-a podcast at gmail.com thank you so much guys for listening and we are so excited that you are all here and that our family is growing and i can't wait for this listener episode it's gonna be so much fun but until next time okay thanks bye boom I went to the mall today, and me and my stepdad, we were making really stupid jokes, and we're like, Haha, we're so funny. Everyone has at least that one person in their family. That you can laugh at literally anything. Yeah, like you turn and you look at the mannequins next to you in the store window, and it's just a big, long neck, and there are no heads <laughs> on top. And you're just wondering, hmm. Society standards. When have I ever seen Impossible. this before? <laughs> And you're just casually on your phone looking at yourself. That wasn't even me. <laughs> this is someone else. I just glanced at it. Well, you told me not to look at your computer, so I don't know what else to look at. So you look at, you can look at anything. I've seen everything. I think we're gonna make it. Think it might just work out this time. It's alright. Think we're gonna make it. Christopher Cross. You're beautiful. <gasps> you are beautiful. You are beautiful. No matter what, no they, matter say, what they say. I've got confidence in such a <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with me? <laughs> Confident. <laughs> <laughs>